Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about giving yourself permission to receive. This could be receiving more clients, more money, more self-love, whatever. If you have been feeling that you want something, but you've been holding yourself back, today we're going to really dive deep into why we hold ourselves back and more importantly how to get ourselves out of butts. You're going to get these tips and many more coming to you after this short break. And we're back. I want to as always thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time and those who have been listening for multiple episodes. I am giving you a big old electronic squeeze right now thanking you. I know that there's so many other places you can be and I'm really grateful for our time with one another today. And let's be friends on social media if we haven't done so already. Please follow me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee or Denise George Lee on LinkedIn. Well, you'll be receiving lots of insights and tips, not just to grow your personal brand, but your service-based business. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Oh, sorry. One more thing before I forget. One more thing before I forget. If you haven't done so already, please visit me on denisegeorgelee.com where you'll receive articles and links to my other podcast and other resources that I know are going to be super beneficial for you in whatever stage of business you are in. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. One of the things that I have discovered is that some of the best insights, the best amount of information downloads, spiritual downloads, I, I, I call them these days where you have been feeling at odds and wrestling with things and just not quite understanding where or what is coming from or the real root reason behind it. And to be totally honest with you guys, to be completely transparent, as I'm recording this podcast on the heels of a very sleepless night, and the whole thing about it made it very strange to me because I didn't go to sleep thinking about any particular thing or person. I didn't go to sleep worrying about or feeling anxiety about something. I did my normal calming and relaxation routine of journaling and praying and just reading things that will nourish my soul so I could sleep well. But I still had a hard time sleeping. And I know and that you and you might have heard this too, that if you're in bed and you're rustling more than 20, 30 minutes, you need to get up and do something. So I decided to put in my earbud and go out walking outside in the pitch of dark, surrounded by the moonlight and froggies that came out to play in the middle of the night because they love the dark and they love wetness and they love because all the people who run the sprinklers late at night kind of comes out and it just feels like a good old party for the froggies. Anyway, I'm just, anyway, before I go too dark, far down the rabbit hole with that conversation. The point is, I did all these activities and I still could not really rest. And I ended up remarkably going to sleep. And then when I woke up, I started my new my routine as I have a morning routine. I also have an evening routine of self-care and nurturing. And the topic that I was listening to on a particular 
uh, resource that I used was talking about burnout and the issue that oftentimes we have have burnout when we are experiencing unmet needs or perhaps we're pushing ourselves a little bit further or not really quite knowing how much stress is appropriate for us. And as I was listening to it, I was thinking, well, I don't need to talk about burnout. I'm not experiencing burnout. I've been doing a really excellent job of managing my own stress. So I thought, so I thought, but I decided to uh, take some of the advice that was given to me in the burnout podcast that I was listening to and decided to start journaling and started getting my thoughts across. And as I wrote my thoughts, I'm kind of looking at my journal right now, and I'm obviously I'm not going to read word by word by word. But one of the things that I realized was that I was expecting a lot from other people, specifically in the areas of people more or less mind reading what I needed, mind reading that I needed support or mind reading that I wanted them to do X, Y, and Z for me professionally or personally, and feeling resentful that people and things weren't coming the way I wanted them to come. But one of the things that I realized as I was looking at my notes was, number one, was I was not even communicating my needs. I think for a lot of us, we feel a lot of resentment that is completely over-exaggerated, just, just hold with me, just hold me when I say that, because you might be thinking, no, it's not over-exaggerated, I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Look, our emotions do a really great job of magnifying the things that don't need to be magnified and minimizing the things that really need more closer examination. So the point I'm trying to make of all of this is that I was feeling angry and resentful that certain people weren't doing the things that I wanted, the time frame that I didn't want, and I wanted somehow them to mind read and understand the exact standards that I wanted them to do, which when you think about it out loud, when you say it out loud, it sounds really ridiculous. But how often are we doing that? How often are we expecting clients or our audience or our community to more or less deduce what we're trying to say? Even if we say, have a call to action, say, I'd like you to schedule an appointment. I want you to take advantage of this resource or I want you to take advantage of fill in the blank. How often are we telling people to do things, expecting things, and not realizing the same free will that allows us to voice our opinions or don't voice our opinions in some cases. Other people have that same ability and not being okay and accepting that in order for me to feel fulfilled, the first step is, and this is very important, the first step is for us to feel okay within ourselves. And most importantly, to be very clear about our needs. When I started this podcast, I really did not have the right intentions with it. I'll be honest with you. I just thought if I just said a bunch of things, people would just flood in and all dollar bills would just be raining down on me like clouds, uh, like clouds raining rain from the sky and not really understanding or respecting the fact that in order for me to have a really powerful message, a very clear message, 
I needed to be very clear with myself. I have to be raw about what I really know as truth and to not be afraid of that. And for me, it's been really a long, long journey. I think about so many experiences I've had in my professional life where I honestly did not have a lot of opportunities, so I thought. But when I think about it is I was so afraid of being told I was stupid. I was so afraid of being rejected. I was so afraid of looked down upon that I put up this very brave facade and more or less pushed away anyone who wanted to help me or guide me or mentor me because I could not face the feeling of feeling unworthy. I blocked a lot of opportunities. I believe I blocked a lot of opportunities even even prior to me starting my business because I just I knew I needed mentorship, but I didn't really want to take the advice of other people even if they were appearing more successful than me because I wanted it my way. And if somehow I was following somebody else's advice, it was going to take away my own perceived power and greatness, which is a lot of pride talking when you think about it. But how often are we letting our pride and our fears of not being accepted or our fears of unworthiness prevent us and blocking us from what we need to do. We know we're when we're feeling a little out of kilter, when we are feeling extremely emotionally unbalanced to something that is not as big as what we think it to be. For example, if you find yourself uh, snapping at a spouse or a loved one over a simple request, it's really not about the request. It's about something behind the request that makes you feel unworthy. Or let's flip it the other way. Let's say that you know you need help and you know that you need to get something done. And the fear of not having anyone respect the fact that you have a need prevents you from even asking for help. You would rather just do it yourself. You think it'll be easier. You don't have to sit down and explain it to anybody. You'll get it done and a more time efficient manner than having to go through uh, the process of teaching. Instead of thinking long term and saying, is this really good for my development professionally and personally? Is this really good long term if I push away everything and everyone because I don't believe that I'm worthy of receiving support? A lot of it comes from that feeling of unworthiness. I can't emphasize that enough because I wish somebody (laughs) told me this back in the day that I didn't want help because I didn't feel that I was worthy of receiving help. I didn't want anyone to see that I needed support because to be honest with you, so many times in the past, I wanted support. I asked for support. I begged for support. I didn't get support. And it was because I was in an environment where the people around me were unable or unwilling, or maybe perhaps both to provide their needs, my needs as a younger person. And I came to the conclusion that 
if no one's going to help me when I say I need help or even when I'm afraid to even ask for help, that means that I'm unworthy of help. Now is time for us. Doesn't matter if these messages are coming from our childhood, messages are coming from past early working experience or wherever they came from. All, we need to actually challenge those underlying assumptions about who we are and what we are worthy of receiving. A lot of us have come to the belief that if nobody wants to sign up with us the first time or someone unsubscribes from our email or someone uh, unfollows us, that means that our message isn't good. That means that we need to change a whole bunch of things and we need to try a whole bunch of other stuff and more or less contort ourselves to what is popular, right? And I have to tell you, if you are leading from just wanting to be validated from the external, but it's completely mismatched from what your needs are right now, I assure you, you'll get less and less of what you actually desire and you seek. Our, our way out is really from within. It's from one us being very crystal clear with ourselves and saying, I need this because X, Y, and Z. This is important to me because X, Y, and Z. I will be clear to communicate these desires with X, Y, and Z person. And if they cannot reciprocate, then it means that I need to find someone else. All right, now let's translate this to the work environment where we are doing our best and it feels that nobody is responding to what we are doing and it may feel tempting to start it all over again and just copy what a bunch of other people are doing because they seem really successful and I want to be successful so I might as well just hop on that train but if it's not connected with your own inner calling what your why is your inner purpose what you're driving it it's going to be an exercise in futility. So let's rewire this and think about another way. Is what I'm doing authentically tied to what I'm passionate about? Is what I'm doing authentically represent me and what I could just talk about or do for free? That it, it really nourishes my soul showing up every day and doing what I'm doing. And if so, right? If so, it literally could be a matter of building trust with our community. Look, here's the thing. The same way you build trust with your friends and certain loved ones, the same way total strangers need that time to build that trust before they open up their wallets and give you any money. I mean, I talk this a lot about in my course, uh, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity. You can find it on the courses tab at denisegelee.com. And also, I talk about this a little bit in my Selling Superstore course, also on, on the Courses tab, where we need to build trust. And there's a lot of ways to do that, okay? There's a lot of ways to do that. But the most important thing is having that clear understanding that what you're doing is really core to who you are and your talents and your skills and your affinities. And people can smell BS from a mile away. And if it seem like you're just trying to do a big old money grab, they are going to be really turned off by that and by you. And if you know, let's just assume that you are, 
your message, your product or service is authentic to you and, you, and you're and you trying to build that trust with that audience and it's still not happening, then the next thing I want to ask you is, are you in love with the process or are you in love with the byproduct, meaning the money or the fame? Because if you're not in love with the process, meaning like enjoying creating new content, enjoying providing services or products that you know are going to help people, then you're going to really have to ask yourself what needs to be done in order for you to feel that joy. Perhaps and I've recommended this to so many clients is that perhaps you don't need to put all that l- amount of stress on that baby business, that baby that is just trying to learn how to eat without assistance or when I say eat without assistance, finding revenue or being able to crawl, meaning building and uh, building an audience and trying to figure out all these other baby analogies. But I hope you're getting what I'm trying to say is that we're putting a lot, way too much stress on our business. If you are truly committed to it, then perhaps you need to take the stress off of that. And perhaps you need to be working a full-time job for a while and just continuing to do your, your job on the side. Perhaps you need to be investing in personal development, Uh, courses. Perhaps you need a coach or a mentor. Perhaps you need to make some changes in your community and say goodbye to certain people who are not helping and say hello to other people that are going to help you. I have noticed in, in my own professional life, I've noticed that I have had so much more clarity, clarity, so much more ahas and discovery moments. The moment I decided that I was worthy of support. I was worthy of resources. And I didn't believe that before. I didn't believe that before. I didn't believe that I could learn something new because I was so fixed on the always. But you know what? It was my own limited mindset that told me that I couldn't grow, I couldn't change, I couldn't I couldn't make pivots. Are you feeling stuck? Let me ask you a question. Are you challenging your assumptions about what you can and cannot do? I made I was reading this book. It was so freaking amazing. It was about women who were learning from their mistakes and their failures and this particular story wasn't a story about mistakes necessarily it was about a young mother who saw someone who was a doctor and thought oh that'd be pretty cool to be a doctor and she made it she was a teacher school teacher at the time but shortly after she got pregnant she and she had the baby she decided that she wanted to be a doctor and she knew that she 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 could take a couple of courses and she applied to 17 different uh, medical schools and she did not get accepted any single one of them. But then she realized that, wait a minute, she could take a course to improve her MCAT score and she could take some other courses over to improve specifically in the biology classes because that was weighing down on her GPA. And then when she finally got into a medical school she failed one of her first classes but she wanted to do this she believed in to do it and she 
asked the help of a college professor, one of her, not a college professor, one of her medical professors. He was a former hand surgeon and they spent time before classes. They tutored twice a week to study anatomy and, and going over certain things and just repeating concepts over and over again. And she passed medical school. And she became a psychiatrist and even into her 70s, she's still working. And she, even after she even had a baby, her second baby, while she was still in medical school, she still kept going. She still kept doing, even though the commute was an hour back and forth. When when I talk about an hour, uh, that's pretty long back in the day. Uh, I know for some of us, an hour is like nothing now. <laughs> we all just kind of just listen to stuff on our, our, our iPhones or our droids or whatever we have whatever podcast we're listening to kind of like this. But the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of us give up so darn easily when not out looking at the resources that are really right in front of our face. There are so many people out there who want to help you grow. There are people who want to help you succeed. There are people who see your vision. Even if you can't see it yourself, there are people who want to support you in whatever journey that you're going on right now. The only thing they're waiting for you to do is ask for help. That's the only thing they want from you is you to say, I want help. And if you're willing to ask for help, if you're willing to make adjustments to what you need to be doing, you would be freaking amazed how many doors can open up. You would be amazed to see how many new things that you could do differently than you didn't see before. A lot of us are just missing out on so many opportunities because our minds are closed to believe that this is the only way to do it. Therefore, I can't deviate. Therefore, it is what it is. Therefore, I'm going to be stuck and I can't grow my business or I can't fill in the blank with whatever goal that we're wanting to. And that is not true. Our beliefs um, that are tied to fears and worries and anxieties can spin a hell of a tale and more or less make us feel that we are inferior, unworthy, and incapable of learning and growing and improving. It is really the result of small little things, small adjustments, and persistence accumulated over time that has the winning formula for success. And a lot of us need to get comfortable with being clear about our needs, making the adjustments, seeking the help, dropping the pride, and feeling that we are worthy of things of this. For the longest time, I think about even my in my personal life seeking therapy. I was told many times in my early adulthood because of traumatic things that happened um, as a child, adolescent, that I needed to uh, seek some help to resolve certain conflicts. And I didn't want to do it. And the reality was I had the money. I was working. I had health insurance. I could pay for it. I didn't believe that, honestly, of who I would be if I shedded the identity of feeling ashamed and unworthy. My identity was so tied to feeling insecure and stuck in all these chaotic, dysfunctional relationships because honestly, that's the only way I knew how to live. 
Isn't that crazy? How many times are all of us repeating sad, dysfunctional habits because it just feels comfortable for us? I want you, if you're listening to this and you want to make a pivot, I need you to get uncomfortable with feeling unworthy. I want you to get uncomfortable with feeling that you cannot pursue your goals. Get uncomfortable with not feeling that you are capable. We don't seek change until we feel discomfort in our our current existence. Make that choice for yourself to say, I deserve better for myself. I deserve better for my business. I'm not expecting miracles, but I am expecting incremental improvements through consistent effort. And if that mindset is embedded in your mind, possibilities that you never could see would open up and you'd be amazed to see what happened next. And with that being said, I just want to say in conclusion that you are more than capable of achieving anything that you want. Drop the pride. Get inquisitive about your needs. Seek support. Understand that things happen over time, including building an audience, making sales, and more importantly, Be gentle with yourself along the process. Not everyone's going to be aligned with you, but you will find people who will speak to your needs if you begin to start by being radically honest with yourself. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Do you have any questions or comments or concerns? Love to hear from you. Send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. And as always, love to have a review. Wink, wink. If you've been loving this podcast and you would love for other people to also share in this community and it helps me know more of what you would love to hear. So thank you in advance for that. And with that being said, thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.